Previously on Super Idols RPG. Is she okay? Are you all okay? Are you all okay, I guess I should ask? Yeah, we're fine. We've been talking about how these things happen, apparently. Yeah, just a bump in the road. I'm glad that you're learning that sooner than later, honestly, because there are a lot of bumps in the road to being an idol sometimes, and it's it really, really kind of stinks sometimes, you know? Just big old stinkeroonie that that's how that is sometimes, and she looks kind of uncomfortable. I think it worked in our favor that not a single one of us has been in the idol club before. Yeah, what is that about the incident? I've heard about it, but nothing about it. Again, it's it was between the drama club and the idol club, so anyone outside of those clubs really only knows that something went down that nobody wants to talk about. We'll have to ask Karen. Karen has been here a long time. And again, unbidden, you get a text message from Karen that just says, drama club dot dot dot. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to Super Idols RPG. As always, I'm your GM, Aaron Cerise, and with me today are Dana. Hello. T. Hello. <laughs> Sounded very unsure about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I here? Am I saying hi? Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, though. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also we have Drac. Hi. And Luca. Hi. Hello, one and all. How are we all doing today? Honestly, I'm doing great. I've got a new chair. I actually just feel amazing. Oh my god, yes. I, I saw the pictures on Twitter. You have like a rad gaming chair now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel very official now. <laughs> yeah, like to the folks at home, Drac this whole time has been recording on like the worst chair. So yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> I saw the picture. Props to <laughs> him for putting up with that this whole time. So, yay, I'm so glad you were able to get a new chair. I'm so glad too. My butt is very glad as well. <laughs> You've been hardened in the fires of no cushion <laughs> chair. Exactly. <laughs> you have reached your final form. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess is everybody ready to follow up? On all these juicy plot threads that we got cooking last session. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Oh, boy. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely a couple of things that could possibly be coming up for y'all. The most important, of course, is that uh, last session, you identified that some type of vapor or fog magic was involved in Anne's disappearance, and you were only able to find one idol who can specifically control vapor. And he is, of course, part of the unique idol duo uh vape or wave being of course the vape side of that duo (laughs) and after researching them online you know that their next show is coming this wednesday at a place in the central south end of cadence called mccready's bar and grill and pub so you're hoping to get some information out of them there but in the meanwhile the last in-game day was sunday so you have a few days until that show is set to happen. Uh, I should, I guess I should ask first then, is there anyone that anyone in this group would have told about your findings on Sunday? Or are you keeping this relatively low profile for now? Jaden would be keeping it low profile right now. 
Yeah, I feel like generally that's what we want to do is I don't think there's anybody else we trust, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Yeah, like if people are getting disappeared, it might be unsafe to tell people just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You don't know what's happening or why just yet. So hopefully gathering some more information will give you a better idea of how the game plan will work going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, also in between now and that Wednesday... You have a few more rehearsal sessions you need to go to in the auditorium leading up to your big gig next weekend. Let's not forget that you also have that very exciting thing coming up in your future. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, so much things have been happening. <laughs> I know. This is a very big week for the Idol Club in many ways. So before we move on with too much more investigation, I think we're going to quickly zoom in on one of these rehearsal sessions. Uh, maybe it's one where you're watching the drama club perform their monologues while you are all practicing with the tech area. So what do you think y'all are doing back there as you see like somebody is up on stage performing some some very heartfelt rendition of Death of a Salesman or something like that? Yeah, I think Angie is surfing her phone while somebody else more capable with the tech stuff is doing the actual tech stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jaden's like taking meticulous notes. Is generally stopping the people like working a tech and like, so how does this work? Okay, cool, cool, cool. What settings do you use? Why do you use those settings? Writing everything down in like a little notepad he has. <laughs> Whether or not he's actually going to use it in the end, I don't know. But he's here, so he might as well learn as much as he can. Yeah, the poor techie you've been hounding for all this information is just be, like, yeah, it's the, trying to keep up with all of your like enthusiasm. Like, yeah, <laughs> she's a fairly low key girl. She's not used to. <laughs> this level of scrutiny over what she's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Vivi is just like closing her eyes, going through the routine in her head. Right, that makes sense. And how about Queen Bee? Queen Bee is near Jaden, trying to pick up what he's been told without looking too interested. (laughs) But there is something else on her mind. Oh, yes. And what might that be? So, Vivi... Hmm? I was thinking, uh, do you remember the other day when you made that big pillar and raised yourself up all the way to the roof? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been practicing doing that, but I can't really move myself around when I do that. Okay, because, you know, I've, I've had a couple ideas and, I mean, like I was home last night and I was listening to some music on my dad's old stereo and that's one of those like you know those lcd displays with the bars jumping up and down mm-hmm. and uh, i thought about your platforms and i thought about how Jaden can do his thing with stone and can you see where i'm going yeah you, you mean like as part of the show yes imagine like those uh, columns rising but in 3d like the whole stage floor rising in, in time with Jaden's drumming. And me and Angie have to jump from one to the other. Well, and you are on your platform and you rise above. I mean, I haven't, I haven't tried anything like that, but I could certainly give it a shot. I, w- I wanted to, you know, make sure that I could do it reliably before showing it to everyone, but... Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, you are absolutely right. We don't have to try that this weekend. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping to try to do something like that eventually. Sure. And as you're talking about this, the door of the tech area opens. You can kind of see what's happening on stage from like a glass pane in front of you. 
and Yasmin steps in and she's just sort of hearing like the last bit of this conversation as she's stepping in like, oh, I'm sorry to butt in. Are you talking stagecraft? That sounds very interesting. What what do you have in mind for that? Just a few choreography ideas. Like with, with platforms and raising up and whatnot? That sounds very cool. I wish we had the capabilities to do that sort of thing with our club, that there sadly aren't really a lot of resources to have that sort of thing happen with the stage setup that we have. I'm guessing since we're about to practice, I've already transformed before this. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Uh, and uh, I kind of put one hand on my hip and raise up one hand and I say, um, well, of, of course we have certain resources that you don't. And I say that I create another platform to just lift myself up like two feet to go <laughs> off. Yasmin like gives you a bit of a sour look. Okay, that wasn't necessary. <laughs> she flips the little like capelet on her shoulder up a little bit. Well, I'm I'm just letting you know that that's you know you wanted to know what we're discussing. And... Yeah, but th- there's like a th- there's a nice way to say that kind of thing. Like, hey, do you want to help out with some stuff? Like, cool. All right. <laughs> no need for the show of superiority. I don't know that. And I, ha- I pause and I realize that I am literally looking down on her and I, I put the platform back down. Oh, uh, was the platform like a subconscious thing? No, I just was realizing that saying I, I'm not looking down on you while you're literally <laughs> looking down on someone is probably undermining <laughs> your point. But I, so I like pause and put the platform back down and I say, um, sorry, you're right. That was uncalled for. Yeah, I would hope that you're not going to get into like, moments of superiority kind of things like that that was the thing that you know what never mind <laughs> and she goes back to watching through the pane of glass with the person performing on stage um i i'm sorry if uh if you have any any suggestions for uh how we could use something like that uh you know on on stage effectively it would be very helpful since you have more experience with actual stagecraft than i do yeah, like, if you're willing to help out with that sort of thing, that would be appreciated. Like, if you if you want, we could work out something for, like, one of our big shows later in the school year. Like, there's definitely a few shows that we, we haven't tried before because we didn't have the resources for them. But I guess if we're working with people who have, like, legit superpowers, that opens up some options. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, there is that famous idol actor... That does musicals. You mean uh, the the one with the earthquake powers? Yeah. Yeah, but they, you know how much trouble they have getting consistent work considering all the stages they keep wrecking? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. It's not unheard of for people in the acting world to have powers. Like, there, there's some crossover between music and theater. There always has been. But it's, it's certainly a lot more uh, rare, let's say, compared to what y'all are doing. I feel like it's an untapped field. Kind of, yeah. Like, there's still, like, people trying a bunch of new things. There was definitely a few shows on Broadway that tried to incorporate a bunch of stuff. Some of it worked really well. Some of it, um, they're still trying to rebuild that one wing of the theater. Uh, we'll see how they make progress with that. Oh, yeah, I've heard about what happened with the Spider-Man musical. Mm-hmm. You'd think it would work. They had someone with actual spider powers. They just didn't realize exactly, like, it wasn't, like, a webbing thing. It was, like, someone who could actually, like, blast waves of spiders at people. And there was not enough communication about that. Yeah. I, yeah, I think you would need to be upfront about that. 
Yeah, I was grossly irresponsible. There's, there needs to be more laws in place about how to handle that kind of thing. And that play was doomed from the start. Mm-hmm. Just a, wasn't the only thing that went wrong. Yeah, like, on top of the spiders, they also had, like, someone who could, like, actually levitate and do the whole Green Goblin glider thing. But uh, the stage wasn't really built for that kind of thing. And the glider, like, crashed into the stage set and burned everything down. Oh. Oh, gosh. Wow, I didn't realize how bad it was. Oh, yeah. Still, you can't argue with the villain song. It was really good. It was, was. I have the soundtrack on vinyl. Ooh, fancy. Nice. My dad was a bit of a vinyl collector. Not so much anymore. Oh, yeah, you're... Wait, you're the... Oh, yeah, you're the... I heard about what happened with your... uh, And she's trying to be very polite about this. Uh, Angie's smile goes a bit strained, and she's just like, yeah, well, you know. And shrugs. (laughs) I think Jaden probably walks up. Maybe he's probably annoyed um, the tech person to the point where they walked away. So he just goes like, hey guys, um, what, what, what are you guys talking about? Stagecraft. Yeah, just comparing notes. Ooh, sort of. I've, I've got notes. Okay, hold on. And he, he opens up his notepad and starts like, so basically they use this line here for when the main character walks up on stage and this, they usually set the line at this, um, like, I think they call it lumineers, lumineers. Luminescence, lum- I don't know, there's like a unit of measurement for brightness, and they usually say at this level, specifically because everywhere else is going to be dark and they don't really want to hurt the eyes of the audience. And then he just starts like rattling off the notes he took. <laughs> <laughs> that is fascinating, Jaden. Just small thing. Do you think you could create a bunch of stone columns? Um, probably, I guess. I've never tried. And make them move in time with your drumming? Oh, um, maybe. I. Yeah. That's a lot of things to concentrate on. Um, okay. Speaking of wrecking stages. <laughs> yeah, we we should probably shelf that for now. I mean, I guess, is that, y'all work in those, like, power-proof barriers usually, right? Does that work with, with stages like that, I guess? I guess they just um, rebuild everything once it's broken. Yeah, you... Mm. That is generally how those things work. Like, if something breaks within a powerproof barrier, there's a like a physical like mapped recording of how it existed prior to the performance, and it will rebuild the matter into that state again. Yeah, I I just look down, kind of awkwardly, and say, um, "Yeah, the the stages inside the the barrier can still get pretty destroyed if we're not careful." Hmm. I mean, I mean, if we really want to try this idea, I'm. This doesn't have a barrier, does it? Should I try it here? No. Uh, oh. We'll table that. Okay. Yeah, the powerproof thing is only set up in your club room. The school couldn't afford to put it in two places. Uh, but yeah, I guess if you want some tips on stagecraft, I suppose I could send you some ideas. If you tell me what you're doing for your show, I could give you some pointers on what you're doing. And then if you wanted to help us out with picking a show and doing some more elaborate stagecraft for that later in the year, I think that'd be a fair trade. I'd be up for that. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Sounds good. Awesome. Well, I will most look forward to that. And I will certainly go through my list of dream plays and see if there's anything that calls to my heart, let's say. And she gives her, like, she's been holding her parasol this whole time. She gives it a little twirl. Where do you get that parasol from? 
kind of kind of want one. Oh, I imported it from Japan. Like I got some Christmas money, and I, this was one of the nice things that I was able to import. Oh, okay. Um, how much did that cost? Just wondering. Let's not talk about that for right now. <laughs> Let's just say it's nice to have a few nice things here and there. <laughs> and uh, you realize that, like, she's wearing like the exact same outfit that she was wearing the last time, and you gather the fact that she really likes this style of fashion, but she really like doesn't really have the funds to have a wide wardrobe of it just yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he just like quickly jots down import parasol from Japan. Like just writes that down in his notepad. <laughs> yeah, and she she like reaches over to like write down the like she she adds the names of a couple of like Gothic Lolita brands in there. Ooh, thank you. Did is there any chance they have any of this in red? Uh yeah, red red, black, purple, lots of those like kind of darker colors. Oh hell yeah, awesome. Okay. Thank or, you. Yeah, there's a whole range. Oh red would look lovely on you. Thank you. I'm thinking maybe I could do the whole like it's a it's a very British thing, but have you heard of Mary Poppins? Yeah. I'm thinking if I could maybe I don't know if you can incorporate it into a like routine, but this could just be for fun. If I could actually use my like I guess air powers to blow myself up while holding a parasol and actually flow around and maybe not <laughs> nearly burn the street down like I did, you know, yesterday. Not gonna lie, that sounds really cool. I would love to see that. Oh yeah, you're descending onto the stage with a parcel, just landing gracefully. Uh, in that case, there's probably not much more that we need to do in this scene. You've kind of made a little deal with Yasmin to work a little more closely with them later in the year on another performance, one for you and one for the drama club. So you've built a little bit more of a bond with her, although uh, there's still a little bit more tension between her and Valerie, it seems like. <laughs> Is there anything else anybody wants to hit on in the meanwhile before moving on to that show on the Wednesday? Like any other practice things that you guys want to do or like things that you want to look into? Um, If anything, while we have the space, I would want to just make sure we're double checking all of our stage positions and stuff like that, you know, in between their breaks and things like that to just quickly go through the choreography. Oh, sure, sure. You get an opportunity towards the end of the session where, like, it's a drama club. There's a few people who also run improv things for the club every now and then, and they start riffing and practicing their improv on, like, the side, and that gives you an opportunity to use the stage for a little while. Yeah, but do we want to be anywhere close, people doing improv? <laughs> <laughs> I think another thing we probably do, because I can't remember if we actually showed everyone, um, we worked on the song together, right? And, like, kind of what put it together and everything for the backing track and everything, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you played it for everyone? I don't think we have. Yeah, I don't think you have yet. The last thing you did together was the investigation on Sunday and there wasn't a lot of opportunity to plug in the aux cord, let's say. Yeah. If we can do it in the on the stage or if you go to the club room again, Jaden would definitely like very excitedly jump up and down like, okay, we've worked on this really hard and I really want you to guys say, listen to this. Okay. 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 Yeah, actually, you can probably work with the tech girl that you've been talking to uh, to get your phone or whatever hooked up to the audio system. She's kind of in charge of all the speakers and audio up there as well. And she gets you set up with that. Oh, yes. So she's got that ready on standby. You can just signal to her when you're ready to start. So I think, yeah, Jaden just goes out to her phone like, okay, okay, everyone, everyone sit down. Like, tell everyone to sit down, like, in the seats out in the audience. We're like, just sit down and listen to this. And then 
signal the tech girl to play, play the music. <laughs> All right. And she starts up the music. And what does Jaden do? Oh, <laughs> you probably see there's a little bit of a tremor on stage, but then he realizes that this doesn't have the same kind of protection. Yeah, you see Yasmin going like, no, 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 and making that, like, cutting motion at her neck, like, stop that. <laughs> and yeah, then he catches goes like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry, forgot about it, okay. So instead he kind of, like, pretends to be playing, like, the drums to the sound of the um, music, or, like, if the part with the keyboard comes up, kind of pretends to be playing the keyboard as well. <laughs> Just putting on a little mini show <laughs> where everyone in the group watches and listens. Yeah, you get the Idol Club members watching, you get the improv guys off to the side watching, and all the other tech people up there watching, and they're all just watching you do this mime performance that's, like, surprisingly kind of, like, cool and beautiful, despite the fact that you don't actually have your instruments there. And then when it ends, he just goes, so, what do you think? Oh my god, that was awesome. I know, right? Yeah. I still can't believe we put this together. They're gonna love it. And like turn to Vivian, like, do you think you can, how does it sound? You think this is your kind of vibe? Yeah, I think it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, you definitely like put together the song with Karen over the weekend and she was able to like more fine tune what you were working on that day. It's a little weird to hear your own vocals, Valerie, coming over the speakers because that part was laid down in the demo as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just overall sounds really slick. You were able to polish it to a really fine state. Even the people at Rain Shadow had to agree when you talked to them on Sunday. Maybe Mary Rain was harder to convince, but she was convinced eventually. Yeah, that's what I was, I was thinking I, I would say, is to say that, yeah, it's fantastic. That I played it for Rain Shadow Records' approval, and they liked it too. This is really good professional work. I think Jaden, like, for a moment forgot that you had played it for um, them. So when you say that, he kind of, like, throws his arms in the air, like, Hell yeah. This is all thanks to you and Karen, actually. Mm-hmm. I I just had that idea. You guys pit, like, really made it come together. Yeah, and actually, as you're saying that, you get, like, eyes raised from Yasmin as she comes down to see you. Wait, hang on. Did you say, did you say Karen? Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know her? You mean she's, she's still around? Um, yeah, yeah. Is she not meant to be? She's a member of the club i i thought you said it was all new members this year you said there weren't any old members well she's not in the group she's part of the club yeah well it certainly didn't stop her from decking our club president what what wait are we talking about the same karen yeah like silent but deadly you know i mean i I get the silent part i get it i actually i see it what happened there was, well, I, she looks around to her club members like, are we, are we okay to tell this? Is everybody okay with this? And she gets kind of like some nods of approval. And she says, well, um, it was last year, like maybe like a year and a half ago, something like that. We were having uh, some issues with scheduling. You see why I was a little hesitant about scheduling stuff before. And there was big shouting match that broke out. Nobody was happy. Um, somebody took it real badly and just I don't know why like this Karen person like just came up and slapped our club president in the face for like no good reason whoa 
Like, I have no idea. Like, she just left after that with someone else. Like, the blonde girl, she left with her. Um, that doesn't sound like Karen. It doesn't sound like our Karen. I didn't. Maybe you know her better? Like, I'd certainly like to know what the hell was going on at that time. But, like, that was way out of line. Like, I'm not happy to hear that she's still around. Like, our president was really upset after that. Um, I, I'm, I don't want to say that she's sorry because I don't know. But we could. I could, we could talk to her. I'd, are you sure it's the same Karen? And you realize as you're talking, like, Karen has been conspicuously absent from all of the rehearsals in this auditorium up until now. You figured she was just still recovering at home, but you, you wonder if there was another mm. reason for that, maybe. I, look, I trust your version of the events, but I also... I find it really hard to believe that the Karen I know, the Karen we know, would just hit someone without a good reason. Like maybe there, it didn't seem like a good reason at the time, but there was something going on behind the scenes. I just, you have to understand where I'm coming from that you are telling this story about this person that we know who's up until this point has not demonstrated that kind of tendency for violence. I mean, that's usually my thing. <laughs> it's it's always the person you least expect, so they say, I suppose. I mean, I get that maybe it was a heated moment, but I don't know. I still feel like that's just unconscionable. That's, that's, that took things way too far, and I'm not going to easily forgive that. It's true that Karen is very passionate about her idol activities. <sighs> that's one way you could put it. But to the point of violence, I, we... I'm going to go find her. And Jaden just, like, walks off. Wait, Jaden, maybe we should all go talk to her. Oh, yeah. I want to know. Yeah. I turn to Yasmin and I just say, um, thank you for telling us. We did not know that this had happened. Um, Karen doesn't always speak favorably of the drama club, but we want to keep this piece going and we've worked together really well um so at the very least i would like to find out what uh karen's side of the story since she was also there and did this and hopefully we can find a way to work this out i guess i would be happy to get some closure on this like definitely let her know that i'm still not happy with her even if she had a good reason for it okay all right well um as acting president i'll take responsibility for this and hopefully we can find a reasonable resolution thank you i i appreciate that okay um well we'll leave you to your tech rehearsal i think we have uh we have some errands to run Come along, everyone. And she kind of does that thing that school teachers do where they kind of wave their hands as they're kind of hurting everyone to <laughs> the door. Yeah. And as you do that, there's definitely still like a tension in the air between you and the drama club as you leave. Uh, Queen Bee doubles back for a second. So let me know about those uh, shows. Just anything but headers. Okay. Anything but headers. Uh, okay, then. And she gives you a weird look. Bye. And uh, hurry back to the others. Vivi, like, isn't sure how to say goodbye after the previous conversation and gives, like, kind of an awkward curtsy and then turns and leaves. 
That was cute. <laughs> All right, so y'all are outside the auditorium, uh, which I guess there is a door that leads from the auditorium straight outside. So if you want, you can just be like in the evening air outside. So that doesn't sound like the Karen that we know. It really doesn't. I almost wonder what happened. I mean, it must have been something big. Yeah, I'd like to know more. I mean, I feel like if she should have punched anyone, it would have been us after that whole stage debacle that happened before. And she didn't, so it has to be some kind of explanation, right? It must have been big. Yeah, or, I don't know, maybe she used to be a different sort of person and, you know, obviously she's the one who would be able to tell us that. Yeah, yeah, maybe she used to be a really angry person. But even now, she's still very passionate about the club and about um, idol performances in general. But I just never got the impression that she would do something like this. I think all we can do is ask her. I'm not convinced that she did it for no reason. And I think whatever the reason was, was worth it and the president of the drama club deserved it i mean yeah probably but i mean i trust karen and i want to know what karen has to say about the situation yes there's no point in talking without knowing her side of how it went yeah so i'm gonna whip out my phone and text karen and say we're coming over we need to talk but it's like a period at the end there's no emojis or anything oh no (laughs) so they know (laughs) I'm serious. You get silence in return. Oh no. Oh, Carol, I'm actually kind of anxious though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're going over. Yeah, it's going to take you a while to get there since she lives quite far out, like towards the very edge of the school district. So it's probably going to get a little bit dark by the time you get there. I guess with everybody busing or you probably would have to. It's probably too late notice to get a ride from anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could just make sure she comes to practice tomorrow instead. <laughs> <laughs> but you just texted her. Do you take that back? Yeah, that seems more reasonable at this point. Yeah, it might be easier. I'm going to say it's Tuesday now, so why don't you meet up with her as you're heading to the McCready's gig? That sounds good. It's going to be really late if we went there now. Um, maybe we should just talk to her tomorrow when we meet up with her. Okay, um... I guess it can wait. Yeah. This is old history, and we're just trying to find her side of the story. Yeah, I really want to know what happened, but we don't need to know right this second. Okay. So Angie then goes back to text and says, we need to talk, but tomorrow. (laughs) You get a lowercase okay back. Lowercase, oh no. See you at the concert. Smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we will move forward to uh, Wednesday in that case. So you go through your day at school as usual. Things are obviously a little uncomfortable as you're just kind of like ticking down the seconds waiting for the meetup later. I'm going to say that your plan is for everybody to meet up in the club room before you head out. And you know that Karen will be there. So there will be a good opportunity for you to talk to her there. Okay. What kind of music does Vaporwave do? Uh, they do a lot of, like, remix-style uh, electronic music, like very future funk. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try to dress 
the part for the club. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I keep thinking of like, you know, in Persona 5, they have all their dance outfits. Yeah. Well, I I don't actually. (laughs) Okay. Well, there's this one that On wears where it's just like puffy pants and like tube top in a way, not a tube top. It's like a crop top tank top kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With like sneakers and stuff. Oh, I think I see the one. Yeah. It's something like that where (laughs) she's dressed to blend in. Are you like actually dressing up or is this like you transforming into like an outfit that you've conjured? Uh, She's actually dressing up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Is anybody else dressing to impress or are you relying on your transformations for when you get there? Hmm. Jaden is just in his another like graphic tee of another another idol band. Sure. <laughs> I think Valerie's just going to transform before they like talk to anyone there. Yeah, I guess it makes sense to be transformed. Yeah, since you know you're going to meet idols like who have powers and stuff. Like you don't know much about their personalities if they're like nice or jerks or if they're volatile or anything. Yeah. I think Jaden's very naive, so he's not going to transform yet. Okay. <laughs> I put danger up and savior down. Okay. I think I'm going to lower mundane and raise danger. Okay. So you're both feeling a little... You're... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way to lead into let's get dangerous and it's not working. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, yeah, I'll retcon that a little bit and just say she transformed into that particular outfit. Sure. <laughs> but she doesn't have the pigtails that On has. She's probably got her signature ponytail. She's going to do the same thing. She's going to do danger up and savior down. What's up, danger? So everybody is transforming and, pre- and mentally prepping themselves to be like as threatening as possible if need be, like to shake down these vaporwave idols <laughs> <laughs> except for Jaden who's just gonna be a sweetheart about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> because we love him and that's his thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay alright so you all meet in the room and you definitely see Karen she arrives shortly after the rest of you do and she gives you kind of a weak smile like Sup, everybody. Hey, Karen. Hello. Hey, Karen. Hi, Slugger. (laughs) She gives you a thumbs up. Her uh, red marks from bee stings are almost completely gone by this point. Like, there's still, like, a little trace of them if you look, but if you don't know to look for them, they're not that visible. Um, sorry about the maybe alarming message the other night, but uh, we just had a question for you. Shoot. What happened with the drama club? <sighs> and she she sighs and her shoulders shrug down a bit as she like sits down on the side of a table as she is wont to do. And she says, uh, I thought this might come up eventually since you're talking to the drama club. So she she told you, I'm guessing. Yeah, um, I got really excited and showed everyone like what we worked on on the weekend. And then when I mentioned that you helped us with it, things got really tense. Um, apparently you punched someone. It was a slap. It was not a punch. 
that is an exaggeration, and I will defend myself in court as such. Wait, we're not in. We're not. We're not like. We're not in court. Um, I'm pretty sure you had a good reason. We just kind of want to know what it was. What your side of the story is. Yeah. It's, it's kind of complicated as things like this can be. Hmm. How best to explain? Uh. Well, I guess I should say we were never the biggest users of the auditorium for a while. Um, you know Amberly. You know how she approaches idle stuff. We were never that into the competitive scene. We didn't do that many big, important shows. Um, so we mostly just used our room and left the auditorium alone. The drama club was used to using the auditorium near exclusively, and that that worked fine. Everybody was cool. We didn't really cross paths that much. Um, but she's taking her time. She's clearly thinking, like, how far back do we want to trace this? <laughs> <laughs> there was a point during the school year when we were trying to do a few more competitions just for the fun of it, just because it seemed like a fun idea. Um, and, uh, it wasn't going so well for Amberly. We always just kind of... She she performed with the group mainly for fun. They weren't really the greatest dancers or singers. Their personalities and their powers made up for it, in my opinion, but lots of people didn't feel the same way, and they didn't do so well. And she kind of glares off into space a bit. Um, especially those folks over at Fort MacArthur were not very kind about pointing out the shortcomings of the group's performances. Valerie just nods at that, like, yep, that checks out. So at some point, Amberly got it in her head that they did need to start working on their techniques and their precision and being more serious about competitions. I won't get into a lot of the details about it. It's a long kind of a story, but um, the short version is um, she doesn't deal well with stress and she was not happy with how practices were going. Um, nobody in the club was that skilled and didn't really know how to teach each other and nobody was making much progress. And it kind of came to a head when we went to the auditorium and we were hoping to use the space to prepare for another upcoming competition and the drama club came in because they assumed that the space was theirs and that's fair like we didn't give them much of an indication that things had changed and they just kind of casually said we're gonna be using the space for the next few weeks you're fine with that right and amberly wasn't the rest of the club wasn't we needed the space we need we needed to be prepared and tensions kind of rose from there. Um, she kind of takes a breath at that as she kind of collects herself a little bit more. Anyway, there was a shouting match that broke out. And uh, I've just, I've never seen Amberly that angry before. And she's not built for anger. She c 
couldn't stay angry for very long. It eventually just ended up with her breaking down, crying, like just sobbing. So much had built up to that moment and it just caught up with her in that moment. And the drama club just kept yelling at her and yelling at her. And I just, I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking. I just wanted them to stop. So I, so I hit, I hit her and I, I just took Amberly with me and, and we left after that. And we didn't use the auditorium again after that. Valerie's going to reach out an arm to put on Karen's shoulder and say, um, that's, that's understandable. Um, I, obviously I, I know what it's like to lose control and hurt someone or make everything worse for the people you actually want to help and I, I understand why you did that and I'm I'm also sorry that you got hurt because of what I did and losing control on the stage uh, no I it's I, I already told you I, I totally understand that that happens like totally unrelated incidents like some of the competitions we participated in I <laughs> certainly didn't come out of them so clean either um, teaches me to stand too close to the stage, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually trying to comfort and support Karen using the move that I picked up, which is called Making Amends. Ooh. When you make yourself vulnerable while comforting or supporting someone you have fought or hurt, take plus two to the roll. If you miss or they refuse to open up, mark a condition and take a powerful blow. Oof. All right. Well, definitely roll that then. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm making myself vulnerable by, you know, apologizing and saying that that was my fault. Mm. That is a 10. You have fully successfully attempted to make amends. And of course, Karen's not the sort to shut you out. She's not going to refuse to open up to you. Yeah. Yeah, and she says, Apology accepted? I probably should see if they'll accept my apology, too. It's... It's been too long since I've tried to reach out to them, honestly. They didn't deserve that. Do you want us to come with you? I mean, I think that's a given. Yeah, that would be that would be good. Thank you. You're one of us. Thanks. <laughs> she gives you a smile, and uh, you can see that she's been tearing up this whole time. Jaden hugs her. Yeah, I join in on the group hug. Aww. Group hug. <laughs> I think just by virtue of having been already standing there trying to comfort her Valerie ends up in the group hug whether she wants to or not (laughs) absolutely (laughs) she has plausible deniability (laughs) yes she definitely would want to but she has plausible deniability Jaden definitely pulls Valerie in (laughs) Uh, and of course uh, since you got a 10 plus you also can either add a team to the pool or clear a condition I'm definitely adding team to the pool nice uh, also, I forgot to say, uh, for start of session, you added another team to the pool, so you were at three, and now you are at four. Ooh. Nice. So you have your very heartwarming group hug, um, and you all end up heading, well, I guess the the drama club, they probably would be at the auditorium, because they're practicing every day leading up to their monologue, so they probably still would be in the yeah. auditorium again today. And you don't have to go to McCready's just yet, so you have a little bit of time to do this now if you want to. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, this is turning into like something other than what I kind of expected it would be. <laughs> I didn't actually think <laughs> that good. you would that you would trigger this whole thing yet. <laughs> I'm glad we did. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> now we understand Karen better. Mm-hmm. All right, so you head down to the auditorium, and you all enter the space. Karen kind of hangs back behind at the back of the group, so she doesn't come in right away just yet. And you spot Yasmin, who is in the middle of doing her monologue. She's doing the Lady Macbeth speech. Hopefully that's long enough for a monologue. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, you, you listen to her. You believe she she totally believes that she got this cool letter from Macbeth or whatever. Come thick night and pall thee in the dunnest smoke of hell. Wow, she's great. See not she really place. is. Nor heaven peep through the blanket of the dark to cry. Uh, I, oh, it's oh, it's you. <laughs> she catches out of you out of the corner of her eye. Damn it! All right. Um. Mm, hey. Um. Mm, what can I do for you? All of you. 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 And she spots Karen at the back of the group. Uh, we came uh, to talk to you quickly. I see that. And she gives Karen a glare. Um. I. Just step back and put my hand on her shoulders supportively again. She gives a little soft wave. Hi, Yasmin. And Yasmin crosses her arms like, so, haven't seen you around in a while. Not since, you know. And Karen sort of steps up closer to the stage and says, I I know, I should have come sooner. I, I know better. I just never knew kind of what to say and it was all still kind of raw so you deserved an apology sooner and I guess now is better than never so I just came to say that I'm sorry for what happened I wish that the your old club president was around for me to say this maybe if you've got their information you can pass this on to them um just let them know that I really am sorry. They didn't deserve that. It. I wasn't thinking straight. I was just trying to protect our president, and I did it in the wrong way. And I'm sorry. It's definitely hard for Yasmin to deny the sincerity of that kind of apology. Does anybody want to help bolster Karen in this moment? Queen Bee steps forward. Puts her hand on uh, Karen's shoulders and talking to Yasmin said, You don't have to answer now. We just wanted to clear the air and let you know that Karen has had time to think about what happened. Yasmin answers, I do appreciate the offer to not say anything just yet. I'll admit it's still not something that I was ready to forgive right away. Um, I understand it was probably a heated moment. I'm still kind of sore about it, but I'm glad that you're genuinely sorry, at least. Thank you. And Karen gives a bit of a, a soft smile, like, that's fair. That's fair. And I'm, I'm glad I got to say it, at least. Thank you for hearing her out. Okay, well, now that that's done, uh, we have got a show to go to. Um, good luck with your rehearsal for tonight. And um, hopefully this is the first step in a path to reconciliation. 
Yeah, and and honestly, uh, and Yasmin starts to to talk to you now, Angie. Honestly, I'm glad that you managed to help Karen work up to this because the air really hasn't been clear around here between us for kind of the whole time that we've been here. It's I've been a little on edge, even considering that y'all seemed cool up until now. So this does help. I'm glad that you did this, and I really hope that it helps us make some cool stuff together later in the year. I hope so, too. It's going to be a ton of fun. And she kind of gives a bit of a smile. Maybe we can perform one of those big musicals. Maybe. Maybe it's time to revive the Spider-Man musical. Oh, the Spider- Maybe not. The Spider-Man Maybe. incident. Is- you, 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 things, yeah, you, you know, it could be cool. It could be cool. Um... I, mm, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm more of a DC fan. I mean, how are we going to do it? I mean, who, who's going to play the lead? That's just so difficult to pick. And while I say that, I just pretend to be pacing absentmindedly and I walk up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll table that for now. And Yasmin is grabbing a notebook and furiously writing down notes. thank you for your time and thank you for hearing us out i guess we'll see you tomorrow yeah i guess we'll see you then and um i guess we'll see you then too um she gives karen a still a bit of a weird look but a more accepting look at least and karen nods i think i'll give it a try i'd like to see how you've whipped these boys into shape. And she nods towards the, the improv guys who are goofing off on the side again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's go, everyone. And then I just do the same thing I did last time with the gathering. Yeah. <laughs> my little ducklings. <laughs> okay. That, that was enough emotions for a while. Yeah. We have a, a nice sparkly star wipe as transitioning to you making your way down to <laughs> McCready's. Thank you so much for listening to Super Idols RPG, and thanks to the wonderful cast of today's episode. Valerie slash Violence Violet was played by Dana Alexa, who can be found on Twitter at AuthorX. Angie slash Bane Raven was played by T, who can be found on Twitter at NonBinaryT. Jaden slash Elementum was played by Drac, who can be found on Twitter at Draconics. Alan slash Queen B was played by Luca, who has an in-character Twitter at QueenBE1516087. Dialogue and cleanup editing for this episode was done by Kathleen Childs, whose work can be found on the Sort of Symphonies podcast at peachgardengames.com. GMing, final editing, and mastering was done by myself, Aaron Cerise. You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Aaron Cerise, and you can find more information and art for Super Idols on our website at superidolsrpg.wordpress.com. Special thanks go to today's featured VIP patrons, Amaril, Noreen, Rain Crystal, and Sensei1477. This campaign is played using Masks, a new generation, written by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games, with custom moves by Aaron Cerise and Zach P. Our opening theme is Le Chevalier Noir Instrumental by Cyborg Jeff, and is used under license from Gemendo Music. Our ending theme is Born to Drive Me Crazy Instrumental by Lance Conrad and is under license from Storyblocks.com. 
Music for Jaden and Valerie's song for Rhythmics, titled I Am The Violence, is done by Street Sorcery, whose work can be found at streetsorcery.bandcamp.com. All other incidental music and sound effects for this episode are licensed from storyblocks.com, freesound.org, and the YouTube Audio Library, with the exception of Jesse Herr's monologue performance from Death of a Salesman, which is a Creative Commons recording. Super Idols RPG is a proud member of Be Gay Roll Dice, a network for RPG podcasts made by LGBTQIA creators. You can check out all the great shows on our network at twitter.com slash begayrolldice. Stay tuned for a promo from our network partner, Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High. Thank you all for listening, stay well, and goodbye until next time. There are, in our world, certain places that seem to draw on the strange. Tragic news on this, the first day of school in Chillhaven, as a local teen has been found dead, under what authorities are describing as mysterious circumstances. The unusual. So sleeping is difficult, because I don't blink, so... Oh my god. The monstrous. (laughs) And then he vomits out his whole skeleton onto his desk. What? And when you were a hip young teen coming of age in one of these locations. So I'm like walking, trying to like subtly unzip my hair out of my backpack. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you are an aspiring scientific genius. What do they fluctuate, Zeke? Molecules? A burgeoning telekinetic. I think you have telekinetic powers. That's so specific for you to say right now. Um. <laughs> or a social media influencer. And she took a and she took a selfie too, and she put glass their fake glasses. <laughs> Your safety is not guaranteed. Why do I keep being made to look at things that shouldn't be? <laughs> In these dangerous times at Chillhaven High. Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High is a real play radiophonic supernatural teen drama. New episodes every Tuesday. Follow us everywhere at Chillhaven High.